Welcome to San Diego Sessions. We're here today with vocalist Leonard Patton. San Diego Sessions, San Diego's jazz podcast, featuring local artists, new releases, and more. Here are your hosts, Ian Tordella and Ed Kornhauser. Hello and welcome to San Diego Sessions episode 39. And as you just heard, that is our guest, vocalist, composer, voiceover artist extraordinaire, Mr. Leonard Patton. Welcome. What's happening? Yo, that we that Woo! was not whoo! You were our very first guest. Yep. And uh since we had you back in the studio today, we decided to just have you uh do the little voiceover again live. Do it live. Do it live. People are listening like that doesn't sound like the same uh voiceover yeah, as before. The, the same rises and falls, the same timbre. What's different? You're here live. And um, as we were talking earlier, Leonard is actually the only person who has appeared on every episode of the podcast besides Ed Kornhauser, uh, our host Ed Kornhauser, and myself. Crazy. My other host here, Ian Tordella. Yeah. Doctor? Doctor? Doctor. Doctor. <laughs> okay. All right. Here's our top of the show segment. Mm-hmm. And this is called This Versus That. These are yeah. two... A.K.A. Inane Banter. All A.K.A. Right. Inane Banter. These are two people, mostly jazz musicians. Mostly. Ed will have to pick one and only one. And we're going to take it to the max this oh, morning. Oh, max away. Max Roach, drum, drumist, percussionist, Max Roach versus TV icon and drumist, Max Weinberg. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to hate on Max Weinberg, but I'm clearly going to go with Max Roach yeah, on this. Yeah. 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 His I'm not going to hate on the Max, but we're going to go with the Max. Yes. I mean, only one Roach, of them played with is. Bruce Springsteen in the E Street Band, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I'm I'm definitely going with uh, Max yeah, Roach for definitely. his contributions to the art form, his body of work. Definitely. Yeah. V important dude. All right. Next, next up, you have to pick some Bobby of these two. Some Bobby oh, Bradford. You're really killing it today. <laughs> Trumpet player from, I think he was from the Dallas area. Bobby Bradford, uh, iconic free jazz trumpet improviser uh, versus another another improviser of note, Bobby McFerrin. Oh, wow. All right, not just because Leonard's here, but for real, I'm going with Bobby McFerrin. Uh I remember you and Leonard, you were at that show. I've seen, seen it one time, and you were there. I was there. I was there because yeah. you were there because I remember when they called 
people to come up on stage. I looked down from my, you know, high up seat because in the nosebleeds, and I just saw you running. You were just running <laughs> to the stage. I could see you from a mile away. I'm like, oh, there's Leonard. He was pushing. <laughs> yeah, he was you, pushing. You, security. You were, security. No, you. Security. You were like, I'd like to get some people up on stage. You were already out of your seat by that point. You knew it was coming too, I bet. Um, he was like pushing all the choir teachers out of the way. Move. I, I, rem- I remember. I remember that concert. I went in thinking, I don't know why I thought this. I feel dumb for saying this. I went in thinking, well, this will be kind of neat. You know, he's just this guy. He does this amazing solo vocal thing, but that'll be it. It'll just be sort of a one trick thing. And I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. He's incredible. And yeah. not just because he's a vocalist who sings by himself, yeah. not just because he has this gorgeous range, or rather this large range. He, he just has these amazing inventive ideas and yeah. just keeps flowing. And yeah. I was mesmerized. Yeah. Like I walked away like feeling high. That was an yeah. incredible performance. So yeah, definitely. I'm going Bobby McFerrin. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. We're gonna we're gonna put a button on this. The the last your last option. I can't think of any puns uh for this one. <laughs> bassist, upright bassist, Joe Martin versus bassist uh currently of note, Mr. Joe Dart. Ooh. Ooh, that's a tough one. Joe Dart of Wolfpeck. Of Wolfpeck. Wolfpeck. And also played with Theo Katzman. I'm going to go against my jazz roots here and go Joe Dart. Uh, He's the only human alive um, who can play bass with his neck. (laughs) Have you ever known? Have you watched videos of him? His neck looks like it's. I mean, it's so funny. They made. Wolfpack made a limited release bobblehead of just him because his neck moves around so much. It's hysterical when he plays. His neck moves in this weird 360 circle. Yeah, exactly. But it seems to move independent of his body. Like his By the neck- way, for those who are listening, I just kind of did a demonstration yeah, of a- the 360 neck move. Yeah, that was very good. You yeah. can hear it. You can hear the Doppler effect on the yeah. vocals. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. he uh, he's an amazing bass player. Uh, he just has this weird physical trait that always makes me laugh when I see him. But he's incredible. I'm going to go Joe Dart. Super funky, super clean, super simple, amazing dude. All right. That was the 39th installment of This Versus That. i just also and, like to add that he's quite handsome as well. Oh, <laughs> oh my. <laughs> he's got it all. Speaking of handsome gentlemen, again, we're here with Leonard Patton. He has a new live record coming out. Yeah. And we're going to start it off with a song. This is called... Written by the Moment. star of this crazy town you know i always got this feeling like i live in a film my life was written by the moment got my mind in a spin and yet the story's always changing as i go everywhere i got my future in tomorrow and i long to be there i'm now of my life unfolded 
the scene would always take time to know you know the characters that surrounded us they came and went with the ebb and flow you know i always got this feeling like i live in a film my life was written by the moment got my mind in a spin and yet the story's always changing as i go everywhere i got my future in tomorrow and i long to was fun but then our smiles were turned into sadness and the story that was written made our love come undone you know i always got this feeling like i live in a film my life was written by the moment got my mind in a spin and yet the story's always changing we're back on san diego sessions and that was a cut from leonard patton's new record called live at obl and that was written by the moment written by Leonard and our friend trombonist Paul the trombonist, Paul Now Of Twitter fame. Yes. And, <laughs> and that, Facebook fame. And Facebook. He has more followers than Trombone Shorty. He has the most Jeez. followers right now in the world of any trombonist. What? It's crazy. A, a, ja- <laughs> and, a jazz trombone. It's wow. crazy. He, uh, Paul Now was... Uh, was uh he went to, he went to Berkeley but then he went out here to San Diego State. He we went, were at the we did the grad program together at SDSU. Yeah, yeah. where I, I was there as well. In fact, I had you both on my senior recital mm-hmm. long time ago, and I think the night of my senior recital, you guys went back to San Diego State and started your little collaboration project. Yeah, that's where it all began. That's where was it all began. That actual night, I remember that. Yeah, you, we all went out to Thai food. Yeah, and then in the middle of the night, you guys crept back to state and started doing duo stuff together. And yeah. This is uh this is one of the fruits of that. Yeah. 
This is Absolutely. a great song, man. It's it sounds terrific. Thanks, thanks. This is from a new record, which uh, I was. We were just talking. This is the most meta moment we've ever had on the podcast. I like to say meta. Ian said, uh, "Self, uh, self indulgent, self indulgent." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because uh, well, because let me step in there and just yeah. say that um, Mr. Ian Tordella is the one that recorded this project he recorded it live he mixed it he he did everything so uh he's a he's a big part of of this whole thing and then of course that that keyboard player on the recording uh, is is uh somebody by the name of <laughs> edward kornhauser yes <laughs> yes and uh we also it also featured a former podcast guest hardy magsino on bass yep and former podcast guest Louis Vanzuela on guitar. Yep. And not future podcast guest <laughs> Charlie, Charlie Weller. Charlie Weller on drums, <laughs> who uh who you hear play the theme song every week. So yep. pretty much everyone 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 yeah. is yeah, this is very shameless right now. Uh <laughs> shameless self promotion. Yeah. Uh when did you record this record? This was last summer. So this was this was last summer and it just took a while to finish mixing it. I just, you know, life happens and then it just you just sit on it for a while and then finally ian and i got together we're like we gotta <laughs> let's uh let's finish this so we finally finished it and uh so it's good it sounds great and it's all songs that i've recorded on all my previous jazz records so it's pretty much a compilation of of things i've done before not in a live sense and also with different personnel so it's yeah. great to ha ha hear different personnel play um the tunes and it's most mostly originals uh, a few non-originals but mostly original tunes um, i remember we did a cover of uh i mean it was a year ago so i don't totally remember everything but i remember we did that cover of that u2 tune beautiful day which yeah. is uh that was a cool reharm uh, too title of my other record my last record so yeah yeah you i, I like that you sort of drew from your older records like uh love life and song love, life and song yeah which we'll hear a little bit later but that that was one of your records yeah and then did you do some tunes from A Beautiful Day as well? Yep. And then I did tunes from um, my duo record with Jeffrey Keezer, yeah. Expressions, and just kind of a retrospective of looking back on what uh, <laughs> yeah. I've done. Well, you know, if you're a rock band, you have your, your debut self-titled album. Yep. Then you have your second album. And then your third album has to be a double double live. Yeah, yeah. And the fourth album is greatest. It's hits. the greatest hits. So this yeah. is like a live and greatest hits <laughs> all in one. You're just being At very economical. You know what? Why so, not? Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is so funny because actually before uh, we just heard that last track written by the moment, I haven't heard any of this. I remember it going pretty well, but it's nice to hear it back and go like, oh, okay, it came off okay because we we didn't really there was no. We didn't get together a couple of days before and practice. We didn't run it for a week. We no. got there how many, like a couple of hours before the yeah, gig? Yeah, we just ran through the tunes at a time. We just kind of let it, let it vibe, you know, let the, let the moment happen. And, uh, let the moment write itself. Yeah. And it was, and it was great. Yeah. It, it came off pretty good. Literally minimal rehearsal. We rehearsed maybe yeah. one, two hours and then we just did the tunes right back, right, mm -hmm. right then and there. Yep. And actually, whoo, came off okay. Yep. <laughs> well, it wasn't like the the tunes were all too crazy complicated. I mean, there's there's a few tunes where they have a few little things, but and and you've played a few of those tunes before, yeah. so it wasn't like I think so with Harley all, and so it yeah. yeah, it wasn't completely unfamiliar with everybody. So we hit the magic spot. It came yeah. off okay. Yep. 
And uh, so this record's now coming out. It's called yeah. Live at OBL. Yeah. And uh, you're releasing it. Well, by the time this podcast airs, it'll be this week. Yeah. It'll yeah. be, uh, when, yeah. when, when will the release date be? May 24th, which is a Thursday night. It'll be at Mission Brewery downtown. It's in East Village on L Street, close to the library, close right next to the ballpark. Um, they've got a great uh, performance space. Uh, so I'm going to be doing it there. Nice. How can people uh, find out? Uh, get and it's with the. Let me back up. It's with the personnel from this record too. Yes, we're, we're yes. All doing it. All, all, all will be there. Yeah. All the podcast crew, uh, <laughs> except maybe you, Ian, unless you want to come. I'll probably be there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll record it again. So uh, <laughs> we'll re we'll re record it and we're then gonna do we'll it. release oh, it again. Re release. It'll be like when that. you look into a mirror yeah, and yeah. then there's the other mirror and the other mirror. We're gonna be. We're gonna do. We're gonna do, release the second record, which is gonna be live at OBL. Live at Mission Brewery. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be perfect. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't think we mentioned it before, but for our listeners, the OBL is the the club, the venue we recorded it in on Broadway Live. Off Broadway Live. Off Broadway Live. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's off, off Broadway, Broadway Live. Live. In Santee. In Santee. Yeah. But I, I got my start doing a lot of mobile recording after I set up my home studio. I was running all over town trying to record people's gigs or recording audition demos in people's garages so uh, i love like just setting up in a room and catching the vibe of the room and it's always it's an adventure you have to be on the spot yeah and decide what you're going to do and how you're going to set up and capture it right you got to assess the the space right then and there and kind of figure out okay this is the best way to do this based on this room and the sound of this room and you know sometimes certain mics are better you know, for certain rooms, yeah. It's it's a lot like being a photographer when you're mm-hmm. not a studio photographer, but when you're outside. shooting outside, the lighting everything can be changes slightly different than all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. So going back to your uh, CD release, it's it's Thursday, May twenty fourth. Yep, Mission Brewery, which is downtown. How yep. can people uh, get tickets for it? Well, the way they can get it, um, you can go to um, I do have a, f- a Facebook event uh, page for this um, live at Mission Brewery um, with with this CD release. But the way that people actually can buy tickets are through, it's a link through Airbnb's portal. Mm. Um, and this event is, is an Airbnb concert event, which I'm actually starting to do some concert events with Airbnb. And I'm part of their May launch as far as the San Diego concert event thing hmm. so it's um, an interesting collaboration there's, yeah. yeah there's like just a, a handful of us on that kind of launch so uh they can go through the airbnb portal and and buy tickets there and uh if they want to just find the link just find the facebook page or message me on facebook or yeah that's the best way it's kind of an interesting like collaboration that airbnb does uh is getting into like the experience. Yeah, they've been mar- doing that market, for, for like a over a year now, and huh. they've become really successful. And I've started doing that, and I'm I'm doing various experiences, and I'm doing concert experiences, and um, it's cool. It's very very cool, and there's there's some big potential for a lot of cool things here in this town. Very very much so. I mean, that's one of the reasons why we do this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. In addition to uh, well. We encourage you to check out that concert. Uh, I'm saying that yeah, <laughs> both, so, as, both as a fan and a uh, <laughs> as a performer on it. 
Ed has to have enough money for his Uber home. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, Which man. is not that far. Not that actually. far, really. Not that far. <laughs> man, if I didn't, I would take the bus if I didn't need to bring a keyboard, for real. Um, so in addition to this, this concert being uh, linked up with Airbnb, you were also uh, in the midst of uh, starting a new venue in town. Yeah, so actually it could... <laughs> It's it's crazy. It 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 might be more than one venue actually, but I know it's it's crazy. But I, it's been something wow. I've been wanting to do for a long time, as well as other people in town. I think it's I'm not the only person who's been wanting to do this. I think there's a need, and so everybody's just over the years been racking their brain about how to make it happen. We've we've lost a lot of like jazz. Venues it's crazy. In the last yeah. couple years and too. the scene is thriving no matter what. I th- I think the scene is boom, booming and the, that's the thing that's missing are our dedicated venues. You mm. know, we most venues exist at the mercy of the restaurant or at the mercy of a hotel or at the mercy of something. So if they if the food business goes down, the the the, the music is gone. If the hotel changes management, the music might be gone or they might change styles of music or that's happened multiple times over the years. And there, there really haven't been any dedicated um, jazz venues. So that's what I'm doing. And I'm, I'm using this partnership with Airbnb uh, to do that. And I'm, I'm in the process of trying to secure one, maybe (laughs) possibly two um, spaces right now to be able to have dedicated live music all the time. And it will be mostly jazz or mostly different kind different. You know, I, I, right now I think jazz, but I, I, I'm, I'm also thinking that I might like, you know, ultimately do a venue that plays everything, you know, and just kind of have a, a mix of, of stuff, you know, right now the, the focus is jazz because there's more of a need. (laughs) Um, You know, there's other great venues in town that, that have like great rock and R and B and and stuff, which is which is awesome. Um, venues in OB and and all that. Um, so my focus is is just trying to find places where there could be some dedicated jazz venues. But beyond that, who knows? Hmm. Yeah, I was looking back at my, I was updating my website and looked at my old schedule, and yeah, there's quite a few. I mean, Croce's unfortunately, oh my gosh, yeah, closed, uh, yeah. or they were able to actually able to sell it. And uh, they were here for get out of the business. Years. So yeah. that was it was good good for them, but um, it the music suffered, and of course they had that great Steinway in there. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. ninety eight bottles. Yeah, all, they, uh, Steve and Jill were huge supporters yeah. of of yeah. jazz over at ninety eight bottles. Harbor Music Hall for a little while, for a couple of years in the yeah. way. They were great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anthology. Yeah. I mean, they're they're sort of reopened, but they don't really do they're a lot diff- of jazz. They're, they're, it's different. Different. They're, Different different ownership, very different little jazz, play, if any. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, hopefully, this will help like revitalize the scene a little bit, having a new venue for people to play, especially one that's so dedicated to to jazz. Absolutely, and I I think I also think what I hope is that this maybe even creates a new model and a way for people to approach just um, opening up a new venue. You know, I think people are are scared. Most people don't think about finding a place to do a dedicated jazz venue most people look for places that exist right. a restaurant or something or a gallery or somewhere to, and, might and, just, and might that's just want cool. to do a little jazz on the side yeah that's and it. that's there's not that's that's gonna keep happening but you know i think that we got to think differently if we want to 
have places that exist for a long time and, and you have ultimate control of how you do things and not have to worry about, you know, how's the food business? (laughs) Are you selling drinks? You know, I, (laughs) well, uh, (laughs) you could stay tuned for, for more updates on, on Leonard and and his club on, uh, on his Facebook. And I believe also your website as well, uh, which is, what is it? LeonardPatton.com. LeonardPatton.com. Perfect. Uh, why don't we get into some more music from, uh, live at OBL. Yeah. This track is, I think, off uh, your first first record? First, yeah, first, first jazz record, 2008. Oh, 10 years ago yeah, now. Yeah, crazy, right? Wow. Yeah. I remember when you wrote this music because you did a little concert when we were both at San Diego State. Yeah. You sort of demoed it a little yeah. bit like before you went and recorded it. And yeah. Who, who, who's on this with you? So, oh, sorry. This is Who's on that first record with you? Yeah, rather? it's uh, Peter Sprague. Um, Josh Nelson, uh, Darkles, and uh, Duncan Moore. Oh wow! Yeah. I, I, it's sort it's sort of funny uh, because now this is going to be myself, Hartley, and Charlie, and <laughs> and uh, and Louie. It's sort of like we're we're standing in the shoes of those guys. No, not at all, not at all. Well, <laughs> let's hear uh, let's hear the the 2018 version of the 2008 recording. <laughs> And song, it is time to play. Throw away the down, bring me up today. For now, the pain is gone, but tomorrow waits. I need a little something to take me away. Happiness is sweet like a melody A little more of that than no more I'll need Well maybe just another I'll be on my way I need a little something Take me away I forever breathe The songs that I sing speak eternity This is what I long for Take me
Thorson, and you're listening to San Diego Sessions. Listen online wherever you get your podcasts. I don't want to know your fame. I don't need to know your game. The only thing that matters is love, no matter how much you have to offer. And I don't need to know your name Cause in the end it's all a shame If all we do in life is live for our own desires While the hopeless fall You boast your game, quote your name Talking nothing more than the cheap and small In the head the substance is missing the stars preach a smile All the while there's no hand to help at all In the heart there's nothing you're giving The absence of love Is the absence of life There's no reason to strive For your goal I don't want to know your fame I don't need to know your game The only thing that matters is love No matter how much you have to offer And I don't need to know your name Cause in the end it's all a shame If all we do in life is live for our own desires While the hopeless fall That ain't life at all I'm bassist Mac on the attack Layton And here is your jazz forecast for May 21st through the 27th Monday, May 21st Guitarist Louis Valenzuela hosts his regular Monday night jam session at Rosie O'Grady's in Normal Heights from 9 p.m. to midnight. No cover, 21 and up. Tuesday, May 22nd, check out the Havana Jam from 8 p.m. to midnight at Prohibition. Wednesday, May 23rd, trumpeter Gilbert Castellanos hosts his regular Wednesday night jam session at Panama 66. Listen to the best jazz San Diego has to offer right in the middle of Balboa Park. Music from 8.30 to 11.30 p.m. Come early to see the Young Lions play from 6 to 8 p.m., featuring up-and-coming musicians from around the city. The Doug, Kvandal, Hammond organ trio plays at Fast Times in Claremont at 7 p.m. Saxophonist Gabriel Sundy brings his cordless trio to 7 Grand from 9.30 p.m. to 12.30 a.m. with bassist Harley Maxino and drummer Julian Cantellum. Thursday, May 24th. Lorraine Castellanos and friends play some jazz, Latin tunes, and other favorites at Panama 66 from 6 to 8 p.m. 
Vocalist Leonard Patton releases his new album, Live at Off-Broadway Live, at Downtown Mission Brewery, featuring Louis Valenzuela on guitar, Ed Kornhauser on piano, Harley Maxino on bass, and Charlie Weller on drums. Doors at 6 p.m. with music at 7. Come early and enjoy some great craft beer. Tickets available online. Check the Facebook event page for the link. There's a late-night jam session at the Ken Club, hosted by saxophonists Robert Dove and Ian Buss. Music starts at 9 p.m. $5 cover, but musicians get in free. You must be 21 or older. Friday, May 25th, guitarist Bob Boss plays at the Hanlery Hotel in Hotel Circle from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. with Rob Thorson on bass and Duncan Moore on drums. No cover and your parking is validated. The Friday Happy Hour is a regular series put on by Holly Hoffman, so stay tuned for more great jazz. The Thelonious Monk Institute of Jazz Sextet plays at Dizzy's, featuring guitarist Bobby Broom and vocalist Lisa Henry, among other talented young players. Music kicks off at 8 p.m. with a cover of $15, or 10 for students. Gilbert Castellanos presents Jazz at the Westgate, an intimate series in the Plaza Bar at the beautiful Westgate Hotel. Music from 8 to 11 p.m. Just across the street, the Antar Martin Quartet plays at the U.S. Grant Hotel from 8 p.m. to midnight. Saturday, May 26th, guitarist and vocalist Robin Henkel plays solo at Nate's Garden Grill in City Heights at noon. Trumpeter and drummer Charlie Weller and pianist Ed Kornhauser play duo in the lobby of the U.S. Grant Hotel from 5.15 to 7.45 p.m. Pianist Irving Flores plays solo at Maritalia Ristorante in Coronado from 5.30 to 8.30. Mikon Zlatkovich brings his trio to play at Wildwood Restaurant and Bar in Vista at 7.30. Also on Saturday, there's a guitar double feature at Dizzy's with the great Peter Sprague and Larry Kuntz at 8 p.m. Cover is $20. Vocalist Allison Adams Tucker plays at the Westgate Hotel with pianist Danny Green and drummer Julian Cantellan from 8 to 11 p.m. Sunday, May 27th, pianist Hugo Suarez plays solo at Maritalia Ristorante on Coronado from 5.30 to 8.30. Tim Felton and crew host their monthly funk jam at Panama 66 in Balboa Park from 6 to 8 p.m. Check out Sundays in the Park on Facebook to see a song list and sign up. Guitarist and vocalist Steph Johnson and bassist Rob Thorson play at the Turf Supper Club from 8 to 11 p.m. No cover, but you must be 21 or older. You're listening to San Diego Sessions. And we're back. We're coming to you almost live here at Dirty Boulevard Recording Company. Our guest on San Diego Sessions this week is Leonard Patton, and we just heard... Mr. Heartless with the Jazz Calendar. And right before that, we heard another original by Leonard, Love, Life, and Song. And remember, if you'd like to see some extras from the show, uh, video, some pictures, follow us on Instagram at San Diego Sessions Podcast. Or, uh, you know, as always, you can follow us on Facebook, check out our, uh, our episodes there. But most importantly, go on to iTunes, subscribe. Uh, if you like us, maybe leave us a nice little review, maybe maybe mm-hmm. some stars, you know, a little bit. A little and if bit of you love. see them at a gig, don't be afraid to say hi. They're very nice people. See, that's yes. That that's what we need more of. Um yeah, we need more we need more love. We do. And if you want to be a guest on the show or have some questions or comments, drop us an email, sdsessionspodcast at gmail.com. We could always throw a rock through my window as well. Tape a note to it. (laughs) But I'm not telling you where I live. That's a challenge. You got to find it. You got to find it. (laughs) I think half the the musicians in town know where you live. No, I I don't know if I like hearing that. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, we're gonna we're gonna put Leonard through the ringer again. He's the first person to do the San Diego seven twice over. So we'll call this the San Diego fourteen with Ed Kornhauser and Leonard Patton. All right, this is the San Diego seven slash fourteen. These are seven questions we'd like you to answer from the top of your head and the bottom of your heart. Number one, do you like me? Man, nothing but love, man. Nothing but love. You know what I'm saying? Do you like me circle yes or no? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Let me hear, here's the paper. Uh, for the record, that is an inside joke. He's Leonard always asks me that. He asks people that. Do you like me? Do you like me? Number two. What was the first time you got up and sang in front of people? And do you remember what song you sang? Like ever in my life? Or what's the first time you remember? And what song did you sing? Oh, I, well, the first time I remember was probably when I was five years old at church. And I was scared. Oh, I bet. Were you singing with a group or was it a solo? I think it was a solo, yeah. Ooh. And I was what, scared. What was I don't it? even remember what it was. It must have been terrifying, though. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. Uh, number three. What's your favorite smell? Ooh. <laughs> Sounds like the dating game. <laughs> you know, I, I would have to say it's it's a tie between two. I mean, obviously, just a fresh home-cooked meal. Mm. Just nothing like it. And like, just the smells of the food. And not one thing in particular, because there's a lot of the, you know, I like the combination of food smells, but, like, fresh. Or just fresh, like nature smell ocean smell just that outside pure smell i feel like yeah. a, you can't really bottle that up yeah and they're very experience based too exactly. so it's a whole thing uh number four would you rather know the lyrics to any song or no one be able to sing the melody to any song any song like literally just i could name anything and you could either know all the words or be able to sing at least the melody i i think well <laughs> now so if i if i know the melody i could still learn the the you, words right you could still learn the words okay. yeah of course okay but but you might not be able to like quick do that song and you'd be like oh i know the words but how's the melody go or as i know i know the melody but how's the, how do the words go you know there's I, man i, I honestly as much, you know, being a vocalist, you know, being a vocalist, you have to be a lyric person. Not that I don't do songs without lyrics, because I do. But I, I think knowing every melody for me. Um, now, I, you could say, if you knew every lyrics, you could just make up every melody. Yeah. But I don't want to make up the melody to everybody's songs. <laughs> right, right. You know, if it's like a song that there's a specific melody um, I don't want to make it up. You can sing something instrumental and not know the lyric and, and all is forgiven. But if you sing like, a, you know, whatever, a Beatles tune or something yeah. and you say the words and you sing the melody totally wrong, you everyone's going to know. Everybody's yeah. going to know. So I can, I wouldn't rather know the melody to every song and, and you know, just learn the lyrics, learn the lyrics as I go. It's a good answer. Yeah. Number five, this versus that, kind of like the beginning with all me right. and I. The revolution versus new power generation. Ooh. Um, oh, well. <laughs> I, Ian, do you know what we're talking about? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry, you look confused. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I would have to say the revolution mainly because they were just so, just forged the way for a lot of things. I mean, 
I just think that, you know, you think, you think 80s, you think revolution, you think 90s, you think new power generation. And my new power generation, though, there's some, some killing stuff. It's not, it's not necessarily one's better. I think it was just the 80s was such a, such a creative time for Prince that he just, that it, all of that flow came from the revolution. And then, you know, the new power generation was a, a new thing, a new funk, a new groove, a new, a new thing. That, that came out of the revolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did Sheila Egan start with the revolution? I think she did, didn't she? A lot of people did. Um, yeah. um, Morris good. Day. Um, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of people who, who came out of that and kind of that, that sound, that, that, Prince and the Revolution sound influenced a lot of people's sound back in the eighties. So nice, yeah. Okay, number six, and that's another this versus that. Okay, last surviving. Well, I guess he's not last surviving. He's he's passed now, but he was the last surviving member of the Rat Pack, Joey Bishop, mm-hmm. or actor musician Eric Bishop. Oh well, you know which way I'm gonna go. I know, I know. I'm throwing you softballs I, I all the way. Go, I have to go, Eric Bishop, because um, Ian, do you know who Eric Bishop is? No, I do not. Ooh. <laughs> Eric Bishop. Eric Bishop. He's you went to pretty college. Famous actor that everyone knows. And you went I to- went to college with him. I went to USIU <laughs> um, here in San Diego, which is now Alliant University. And he was Eric Bishop. He left college after a few years to go up to LA try to try his hand in the music scene he ended up starting to do comedy and then not too long after that he had he had a show he landed a role on in you know Living Color then he had his own show by this new name and then he ended up having his own HBO comedy special. Then he started doing movies. Later on, he wins a, a Grammy for his portrayal of Ray Charles in um, the movie Ray. He's won multiple awards. He goes by the name of Jamie Foxx now. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you can't ask me about movies. <laughs> I think that Ben Affleck and Ben Stiller are the same person. <laughs> they might be. Actually. Really? <laughs> Pretty different. That's what I'm saying. They, That's they my problem. Might be the same though. Just... They both have brown hair. Depends on where you've been. Oh, see what I did there. That was ben. that was. Yeah. I had to throw a pun. That was pretty yeah, bad, but you. it was thank good. <laughs> okay, number, number nine, number seven, and number this is a free association one. It's no right. longer bacon. Yeah. Michael Bolton. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. There's you know there's so much that I think. I think Office Space. <laughs> that was such a great I one. celebrate his entire collection. <laughs> right. <laughs> For me, it doesn't get any better than when he sings when a man loves a woman. Oh boy. Um I I think of a story I, I was hearing the other day. I don't know if I was talking to Peter Sprague or, or somebody about how um about my Michael Brecker. Um he recorded a, a solo on, on one of his records, like in 89, 90, I forget, something like that. Maybe it was, ni- I think it was 91 actually. And they replaced his solo with Kenny G's solo. They were, him him and Michael <laughs> Bolton were on the same 
label. They wanted a name. It had nothing to do with Michael Brecker's playing. And ultimately, Brecker was not happy about that. I, I would not be happy about yeah. that either. Anyway, so when you think when you say the name Michael Bolton, there's different things that that come to mind. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it as open-ended as, as the question exactly. itself. All right, we'll have to leave it at that. Yeah. That was the San Diego 14 with Ed Kornhauser and Leonard Patton. <laughs> so, so Leonard, what's what's next on your on your list? I, I mean, besides the, your upcoming record release well, and the new venue, of course. Well, yeah, m- multiple things. I'm I'm Sanity actually is yeah. is on the list. Sanity, um, yeah, yeah, Sanity. You're all you're coming to that later in life. Yeah, so. yeah. I'd like I'd like to say you're one of the host hard bleh. host marred working people. Host right, you're the, one of the host people. marred working people in town. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I I'm I'm trying to catch up with you, Ed. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I'm well. I mean, all I do is play piano. I'm not trying to start five anything. times a day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do a lot of playing and yeah. I drive around a lot. But you like start things. You are a schemer, and I mean that in the best possible sense. I mean that in a good sense. Well, I'm I try. I'm I'm trying, and uh, one of the things is I have um, a, a, a kind of a video interactive. Um, vocal uh extensive vocal uh jazz improv um instructional thing that i'm trying to finish that i've been trying to finish for a year and a half (laughs) so that's um that's a big thing that i'm doing i got a couple other different recording projects new new projects that i'm that that you'll hear about later just new new things and and that's Probably not it, but that's, that's you know, for, those are the, the, the main things. That's the top of the iceberg, yeah. tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Yeah. You can always follow you online on at, on Facebook and as yeah. well as uh, well as your website to find out more. Because you've always got something going on, whether it's a venue, a gig, a recording project, a world record attempt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seriously, that was a year, right? That's yeah. a year ago yeah. now. Well, also, Turf Club first Sunday of the month. First oh, Sunday of the month. Catch what? my co-host Ed Kornhauser and might Leonard. Well, might as well get some, super meta on this. Yeah, yeah <laughs> doing every some first duos. Sunday night. Every first you Sunday. Come say hi. Yeah, that's where you'll find us. Request a tune that we don't know. We'll play it for you. You can talk Fry to up Leonard. Your own steak. Yep, exactly. You can just walk up and talk to him. I mean, he's really a nice person in real life. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> I'm only a jerk on this podcast. Yeah, we uh, Leonard and I play. The Turf Supper Club in Golden Hill every first Sunday from 8 to 11. Yep. It's always the spot. Yep. And we'll next be there on June 3rd. Yeah. Well, to take it out, uh, everybody be sure to check out the live at OBL record release, the live concert featuring uh, Leonard Patton, and that's going to be at Mission Brewery on Thursday, this Thursday, May 24th. And Leonard, again, voiceover artist, vocalist, composer, uh producer dancer booking agent dancer <laughs> he's a quintuple threat thank you so much youtube sensation thank you for coming on this show today no problem it's great to have you back anytime and we're going to take it out with one more tune from the new record this one's called ocean and thanks again so much for being on no problem no problem to mind all the words that have been done and said all of the time that it took to clear thoughts in my head 
never to mention the times I thought my life would end. But it takes an ocean of love just to call you a friend. I wouldn't mind if you always knew where I would be. But distance is kind, still a peaceful, clear vision of me. Wanting to answer the question why love's rules won't bend Yet it takes an notion of love just to call you a friend One time, some time ago, it was all so beautiful I didn't mind you at all and Then came pain in the passing of the days And I'm left after the fall
listening to the San Diego Sessions podcast brought to you by Dirty Boulevard Recording Company. Please subscribe now on iTunes or listen online at dirtyboulevardrecording.com. Theme music composed by Ed Kornhauser, performed by Ed with Grant Fisher guitar, Harley Magzino bass, Ian Tordella saxophone, and Charles Weller on drums. If you'd like to be a guest on San Diego Sessions, please contact us. All musical selections are used by permission of the artist. San Diego Sessions is engineered and produced by Ian Tordella at Dirty Boulevard Recording Company. Mm-hmm.